And I am aware now. Aware now. The official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. Yasa yoga teacher, intuitive empath, and mom. Distilling ancient complex teachings into something creative and magical is a gift she shares and gives the chakra kids. Thank you so much, Carly Menslick, for joining us on Aware Now to have this conversation. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Now, before I say what I'm going to say, I have to preface it by saying that I'm a huge fan of the sound of music, which is why I have to sing this, not say it. Let's start at the very beginning. <laughs> right? Yes. I like singing just, I fight, I sing, my friend and I will sing the end of our sentences or absolutely. If there's a lyric that you can insert, you must sing it. Yes. It must be sung. And so, you know, let's start at the very beginning and let's do that when, you know, when it comes to Chakra 101. Yes. Please, for those who don't know anything about it what are the chakras and why are they important <laughs> yeah so i've been quite fascinated with the chakras um for a long time before i had any idea that actually is quite uh normal <laughs> that people have an a, like a love for them but it's like an intuitive sense or an intuitive drawing and there's not really like a, what what is that <laughs> um so the chakras were first discovered um, as far as we know, <laughs> um, in ancient India, um, when yogis would, they, they envisioned chakras as energy centers along our spine, and they believed, they used the practice of, of envisioning them, visualizing them, and using sounds and meditation to help clear the energy in throughout their, throughout their bodies so that they were able to, it was a daily practice, um, of visualizing, helping go up your spine and, and envisioning that there is energy that could be released and, and moves in flow. And so it gave yogis a daily practice of being able to re relief, <laughs> relieve and re remove, um, release the, the kind of energy and stuckness um, that that is natural to pick up throughout our, our daily lives. They're called samskaras in yoga. Um, and it would help them be be in the world as their true self. And so it was very, it was very energy based. It wasn't related to making positive, like there wasn't a connection of to the mind. So way longer, 1900s the, in the West. And so a psychologist, Carl Jung, they heard of this and they're like, we don't have anything like this in the West. There's, there's no kind of stages towards becoming a better person. It doesn't exist. So they, he found out, okay, I'll pair the chakras with, so 
along our spine, there's a root chakra. He paired those with psychological concepts. So if our root chakra is aligned and balanced, then we're safe and secure in the world. And he paired them so they became known with psychological concepts. So now in the modern times, um, they were also then um, connected with the rainbow colors to make it more understandable. So that actually wasn't um, something initial. Um, so now the chakras are kind of, the chakra system is known not just as a as a body based system to help clear energy, but it's also used as a as a framework for being able to live in your in the in the world as your best true self. And so it gives you this um, organization of different kind of holistic mm -hmm. categories. So you're not just like, okay, I need to feel empowered, or I need to calm my mind. It considers all different aspects of you as a person and gives you a framework of like, okay, how do I, how do I know? So, so your other question was, well, what, who cares? You know, right? Like, right. <laughs> you didn't say right. it that who way. Who cares about this? Yeah. Right. Like, what, why is this helpful to us? So to me, it's like a map to your best self. So it gives you clues. So if you can connect with, so, um, just a real quick. So the root chakra is connected with security and protection and your place in the world. Um, sacral chakra is connected to creativity and for kids i like to teach friendships there because it's also about you kind of getting out into the world the sacral chakra which is, i mean the solar plexus chakra which is right in your belly um that's connected to power and feeling good about yourself and self-esteem and the heart chakra right in so you could see there where how someone could say oh we have an energy center in our heart what kind of concepts what kind of so kindness love gratitude you can see how that's connected throat chakra speaking up for yourself in the world um third eye chakra is mindfulness your wisdom listening to your intuition and crown chakra is connection to higher self and to the world so if you have this ability to know like let me check in with myself and you can you can learn how it feels in your body and what it might look like if these chakras are out of balance and misaligned so then you're able to bring them back into balance and so instead of kind of being like i feel weird i don't and let me just see what to do. It gives you this kind of direct like, okay, what's going on here? I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling worried. And that's connected with the second chakra. So then you have these tools you can go right to and know how to help yourself instead of kind of just being out in the world. So it really helps you figure out what you need to do for your own self to be the best, happiest person you could be. <laughs> well, so that... I love that. I, I love the fact that it's, I mean, it really speaks to the whole mind and body working as one, right? Absolutely. Like yeah. really bringing that, especially because so much of what we were thinking, what we're feeling is also ethereals also you can't touch it you can't feel it but mm, if you could yeah. feel it if it had a location on your body it wasn't just out in the world but actually yeah. something you know that you could touch that you could channel um just what an incredible um asset your chakras are and so thank you for that 101 that crash course in chakras uh you know the thing of it is, is that so much in life gets lost in translation and it's not only when it comes to adults it's for kids as well of course so i love how carly how you were able to visually translate the chakras embodying them in the characters that you created which are adorable i can i can feel the fun that you had with them please tell us how these chakra kids came to be how, how does how did this happen 
Yeah. And so so you you heard my explanation and it is was as it's as concise as possible or and as grounded as possible to something that again, yeah, initially started and a lot has to do with kind of intangible feelings. I mean, I work as a therapist too and even just it's difficult to verbalize and to like and explain into words what we're feeling inside inside of our body. So, um, so that's also always been something that that I'm interested in. Like, how can we, you know, create this representation? Um, so the chakra kids. I mean, I've always been <laughs> into characters. So like, I loved the like strawberry shortcake, rainbow bright, all of those, and they were all their own little worlds to me growing up. Um, and so when I started to learn about the chakras and imagine how can I bring these like I said, complex concepts where it's like, what is that? Is it in my body? Is it what, what are you talking about? You know, how can I <laughs> anthropomorphize? Like, how can I put that into something tangible and something relatable to? Because mental health overall is something that there's still so much change over time. There has been positive change, but it's still something that there's a stigma around. And it's still something that even I would experience it, witnessing it with my daughter when she was like two years old, even to have a difficult emotion and kind of just be, have some instinct to, to hide it or to, to not have it. And so the part of the reason for the characters is to help these concepts and the idea of working through your emotions, being, working on being your best self on purpose could even be relatable and fun. Um, and then I use my kind of knowledge and connection of like the personalities and the characters and all of that. And I, so how can I translate these concepts into a personality into, um, so the chakra characters. So for example, like the root chakra, just to example, all of the colors, all of the elements, everything that they're wearing, all of their superpowers, all of their magic accessories, they all are some way to help you understand the shop, that chakra and how it can help you in your life. Mm -hmm. um, so initially I envisioned them, um, they were gonna be chakra bears actually, <laughs> initially, so to the very beginning. And then, um, and then I started to imagine like there's a lot more I could do with like the personalities and get in depth mm -hmm. because the same as people, the way that you might learn to balance your chakras, like the way that you might calm down your tools might be different than mine. And so having the different characters, even um, the boy and girl, there's actually some non-binary characters, but even having the different characters within the chakra helps you understand this. Like your path towards being your best self might be, be and look different than someone else. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Other thing about the characters too, is I think that um, a lot or it's there's an attempt to normalize the shadow so all of the characters they aren't just shared with their person like their um the, the positive aspects of their personality the challenges that they experience and the emotions that they deal with are all shared as openly and so there's an intention on that part to help um being able to use the chakras and just be open to different emotions yeah and i will say i i love that part of it that you you see what is this what does this character struggle with? What is hard for them? And I think that's really important for kids, especially when they're trying to um, to speak up about something that's bothering them or something they're frustrated with, to be able to say, well, it's like so-and-so, it's like this character. Yeah. <laughs> it gives them someone because again, it's because feelings are sometimes hard to put into words. If mm -hmm. you can put them into characters instead, 
um, yeah. you know, which you've done in such a beautiful way. Um, I think that's it's really, really important for our kids, a great tool to use. Um, so personal question here, do you have a favorite chakra kid? Is there <laughs> yeah. one who's most like you? Yeah. I'm just very so, curious. Yeah. And I actually do. I have a quiz on my site for anyone who is interested in seeing which character is most like them. Um, so all of the characters, actually, I have a certain person in my life that they that that that's who I kind of like that's their essence and that's who I model so I am personally a combination and the chakra girls were created first um so <laughs> that's who I like initially identified with but so spotty the orange chakra girl and um Ajna the the indigo third eye chakra girl so I'm kind of a combination of those um but then it's hard for me to say my favorite because then like say the boy, the heart chakra boy is like um, model. He's not modeled, but he is, he's honored. I think of him as my nephew, you know, so I'll have a, someone I love in my life or my daughter's a lot like the green chakra girl um, mm -hmm. and, and a mix. So then I'll have some affinity towards them of like, oh, I love that one. Um, but yeah, I definitely connect with the, the orange and the indigo personally, that that would be like oh. who I am like the most like. <laughs> well, you know, and I'm glad that you brought up the fact that you do have on your site where you can take a quiz, like which yeah. chakra kid are you? Um, yeah. And what a great way for us to just individually, not only as kids, but as adults, be able to say, you know, let, let me just pause a moment and uh, reflect on myself and where I'm at in this world and how I show up in this world. And so I think yeah, it's really cool too, uh, a really cool tool to have. Um, you know, so again, love your website. Uh, you offer so much. You offer programs, a podcast. What I'm very much in love with is the free guide, 108 Chakra Balancing Ideas for Kids. Yeah. I downloaded it. Okay. I read it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So Jack and I, uh, my husband Jack and I, we are, we yes, are now okay. introducing it okay. to um, the characters, the concepts to our kids. Um, so in addition to this guide though you have a book so please yeah. tell us about activate your inner rainbow so that that's um that's a, my newest creation um my i I envision I, I want to share the characters and make this chakra system as accessible as possible. And a lot of my I, I mean my backgrounds in developmental psychology. So everything I create really has an ability. It's in created intentionally. So a lot of different variety of ages can use it, right? But my initially my curriculum um, is for was for like eight to twelve year olds. Um, and can be used younger. So I really also had this, and I, I call them the mini mystics. So I envision like, well, how can I start to bring break it even down even farther um, and bring the concepts to like the youngest, the miniest of mystics. <laughs> um, and so I came up with the book. It all just kind of, I mean, I don't know if I identify much with the word channeling, but that there really is, that's what it is. The whole book came to me at once. And so Activate Your Inner Rainbow is um, a way to introduce the characters and the chakra system in a really open and accessible way to um, even the youngest of kids, because you can relate to the colors as well, um, even just to get a sense of like, this color helps me feel this way. And the, so it introduces the characters and then it's interactive in the sense too of where you have a chance to imagine what you would wanna do with the character's magic accessory. And to me, that's really where the magic of the book is because 
just let, let yourself, let your children answer and listen to what they say. And it's going to give you a lot of info, about, information about like who they are, what they care about, what, what would they do if they could do anything. Um, and so that's, that's what Activate Your Inner Rainbow is. Well, I'm very <laughs> excited. Well, I will say I ordered your book and I cannot yes. wait to get it. Thank you um, so much. You know, so for those unfamiliar with the term, as I was, of Lightkeeper, would yes. you please explain that? Yeah, so Lightkeeper is my term that I, um, and I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I coined it, but it's my term that I use for not only not only parents but parents and anybody who is the guardian or the keeper of a children's light and that and i don't mean keep because everyone's light is their own but you've taken on the role to support helping your child keep their light their inner light inner spark um alive and and alive and shining bright throughout their life and so it's to me it's a very sacred role that one takes because it's it'll it's you're holding space <laughs> to give the self to allow the self-discovery and it's not that it's so the light never goes away so a lot of people as a, a, many almost all of us as adults i also am a therapist for adults so i see that i also use that as like how can we help children like how can we see what's going on with adults and then what can we do to help prevent that in children and so um many adults are reclaiming their light they're working on remembering them their true selves and so my vision and my dream and my goal is that that won't happen to children in this generation that their light will be maintained mm. and they won't lose it and then have to go on a journey of reclaiming it so Keeper wow. is someone who takes on that sacred role of supporting that. That's really beautiful. And it's it's interesting. I guess I never really thought about it that way. And you're right that so many of us as adults, we're looking to, in your words, reclaim that light. But what if we never lost it? Exactly. What if it stayed, we stood claim to us? Um, that's really, really powerful. So I guess my next and my final question for you today, Carly, is... For those of us who want to be light keepers, but we're unsure mm -hmm. of where to start, how mm -hmm. do we begin to do that? Um, so my answer is always it's always the same because it's always it start you start with yourself. You have to start with yourself. Um, I actually have um, an, an unwritten book, <laughs> but it used to be it used to be a course that now lives inside my inside of my camp program um, called the Lightkeeper Sessions. Um, and so one day it will be a book. But the Lightkeeper Sessions are really you doing your own self care work um, and looking into where where are you where do, have you lost your truth? Where are you most connected to it? Where are you most disconnected to it? And doing your own work to continue reclaiming that that your children seeing you um, putting that effort in, caring about that, seeing you be vulnerable with your emotions, seeing you offer yourself self-care, seeing you with intention to speak to them in kindness, seeing you treat other people around them with kindness, there's nothing more powerful than that's going to help them um, get that message, even more than anything you teach them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All my magical resources, you know, any resources <laughs> that there could be out there. Not that those are not important. That's a step too. You know, there is that right. 
and that's what I offer, but it really is start with yourself. And I understand that that can be challenging as a parent too, because it's not like, it's not like direct. <laughs> it's like, so you have to be able to allow yourself and it's difficult to get over mm -hmm. that. Like, I'm going to give myself permission to yeah. take care of myself because that is, that's honoring my child as well. That is doing mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the work I do for me oh. is the work I do for my child. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's really powerful how you said that, because it, it does make me think the fact that we've worked so hard on molding our children. And to your point, the best way perhaps to mold them is to model for them. And, um, well, you're just full of all kinds of insights today. <laughs> well, it takes good questions to retrieve them a lot. So I appreciate that. Well, you know, I will say it is um, an honor to to connect, to meet yes. you. Proud to share you, your story, your chakra kids with the world. And um, just thank you so much for sharing your story, for helping all of us become a bit more aware now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are aware now.